At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSEN, the sports betting network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Sling, a game plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However you're taking us in, we appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay here as well, producer number five, producer number eight, the Grover Cleveland of producers. Uh, still to come this hour, the great Michael Lombardi. Michael Lombardi, who has worked with all the NFL greats, except for Joe Gibbs. It's a little demerit on his resume. Walsh, Parcells, Belichick, Al Davis. No Joseph Jackson Gibbs. Eh, we'll have to talk about that. Um, also, Jason Weingarten. He's made a bevy of NFL bets. Not just a one-trick baseball pony, host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. But first, I had the pleasure of watching uh, football, I believe it was week 11, no, week 10, uh, with this gentleman over at the uh, Cosmo. He's the founder of Football Outsiders, pioneering football analytics site. It's Aaron Schatz, everybody. How you doing, Aaron? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm back at home ensconced where it's cold. <laughs> it's already already that again. Not here, Aaron. A you know, very cool 70, low 70s here still. Um, we'll have our moment, though. It's coming. Not quite like yours, though. Uh, let's start, because there's so much to get to, and we have so little time, but let's start we just did, Jeff and I, our top 10 power rankings, but who are we? Let's hear yours through the prism of your proprietary stat, DVOA. Absolutely. We can do total DVOA, or I think what's a little bit more accurate is what we call Dave, yes, which is weighted a little bit towards recent games, but also includes a little bit of preseason data. And also, I've adjusted for backup quarterbacks. Ooh, I like it. Okay, so, let's go Dave. All right, number one, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's number one in all of our stats. Number two, because they've been so good the last six weeks, New England. No homerism. Don't don't shout no homerism, homerism at him. No th- uh, number three, Arizona. Okay. Four, Dallas. Yeah. Five, the most inconsistent team we have ever measured on a week to week basis, the Buffalo Bills. Oh, they're as high as five still. Interesting. Okay. Because their wins are so good, but their losses are so bad. Are they really the um, most inconsistent team you've ever measured? Really? Based to week-to-week variance, they are the most inconsistent team we have ever measured. Oh, man. Okay. Six. Uh, six, San Francisco. I like it. Our numbers really like San Francisco. Number seven, the Los Angeles Rams. Number eight, Indianapolis. Number nine, Kansas City. And number 10, thanks to that quarterback backup adjustment, Green Bay. 
So the quarterback backup adjustment. So basically, you're saying you're throwing Taking out the t- game throwing that out. Got it. Okay. And just to the to the San Francisco point, because I don't want to let that hang, is is what portion of that is the horrible fumble luck they've had? Is that a big part of that? That's a good part of it. Is that they've had very bad luck recovering fumbles. They've also had a really tough schedule. Okay. We also just went through odds to get the number one seed in the AFC. We also did the NFC, which just came out a little later than that. But as far as the number one seed to get to the AFC, the most interesting team in many ways is the Tennessee Titans, as I've said many times, which is right now is currently constituted diminished heavily, right? Lost outright to the Texans, for goodness sake, although they were minus five in turnovers. But we get it. They're not what they were at full strength. They will get those guys back. Julio first, perhaps Derrick Henry by the postseason. So they still have the best record in the AFC, and they've they've already, you know, gotten over the hurdle of the tough part of their schedule. They have the easiest remaining schedule by uh, strength of schedule in the AFC, re- remaining the rest of the way by some metrics. Four eleven strength of schedule. When you just do winning percentages of their remaining opponents, it's four eleven. So they're plus one seventy five. They're plus two hundred to still get the number one seed. What do you make them? Don't like it. Don't like it. We um, the Titans have been low in our ratings all year long. And I took a lot of flack for that, and now it looks it looks a little better after that Texans game. They're only 18th in our ratings, so even after they get guys back, we don't think they're that good. Uh, and yes, they do have the easiest schedule going forward, but basically if they lose to the Patriots this week, then that knocks them out of the number one seed. So we have the Patriots with the top chances right now of getting the number one seed, followed by Tennessee and Baltimore very tight. We have the Patriots about 30% and Tennessee and Baltimore each around 20%. Interesting. So this Patriots-Titans game, a big, big game as far as the number one seed is concerned then. Either way, right? Whoever wins that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying not. I'm trying to not exhibit homerism here, but right. going strictly on our numbers. <laughs> That's right. Get, get your money on the Patriots now before they beat the Titans this weekend and all the all their lines change before they beat the Titans. The key phrase there from Aaron. Okay, uh, let's. Do you, by the way, do you have these for the NFC as well? Uh, I did not mark down okay. for the NFC, but I can grab what who who we have as our favorites. Do you want to put up the NFC? Uh, yeah, let's throw up the NFC real quick if we could, Jeb. These are the NFC odds, and again, these came out later, so we don't have the uh, the strength of schedule on the screen. But the Cardinals are the short shot, no surprise there. One game clear of the Packers in the standings. They're plus one twenty five. Packers, Bucks, both at plus three fifty. We have Cardinals forty percent, Tampa Bay twenty, Green Bay eighteen, and Dallas seventeen. To get the number one seed, and of course, for those in the futures market, those contemplating futures bets in the NFL. Obviously, getting the number one seed is so, so important uh, in a way beginning last year that it wasn't, um, you know, years before that because only one team gets that bye now and skips right over the wild card round to the division round. That is the number one seed. All right, what about percentages to make the playoffs? Um, what are the more interesting numbers you have in both conferences here? Uh, looking at pl- team where we like the team better than the number that I looked up, uh, we have Indianapolis at 65%. Ooh, and their yes is only... Which would only, be a little bit of value. Yeah, their yes is only minus 145, so that's a bet. Uh, we have San Francisco at 60%, so that would be a value. What is San Francisco yes to make the playoffs in the NFC? They're plus 100. Ooh, that's a nice bet right there based on your numbers. Yeah. Well, we like, I mean, our numbers really like San Francisco right now. And so, yeah, that's that's where the value is as far as making the playoffs. Okay. And there wasn't some, like, wacky team out of it where there was some sort of incremental edge? Like, I don't know, like a, a I'll just throw out a team, I don't know, an Eagles or a Washington or some random team like that? Nope. I looked at the Eagles. We have them about where their odds are. I looked at the Vikings. Um when I went, when I was in Vegas last week, I did go and make some futures bets, and my crazy $5 long shot was the Vikings to win the NFC, but we have them about where their odds are now. So, okay. Uh, I right. don't have the Vikings as value to make the playoffs. It's San Francisco and Indianapolis. Those would be the two teams that I would see as value for making the playoffs. Okay. What about to win it all? Is there anything in like, we, we rarely talk about the most obvious market there is, which is to win the whole thing, because it seems so basic, but do you have value there? Yeah, we've got three teams where we like their odds much better or somewhat better. 
The number one is the Patriots. Like I said, I mean, they are number two right now in Dave and weighted DVOA. They are playing really, really well. Obviously, you have to say in the back of your body, you know, no team with a rookie quarterback has ever won the whole thing. So, um, yeah. But we we have them winning the Super Bowl in 17% of our simulations this week. And really? You, you can... You can say that we need to have a no rookie quarterback has ever won the whole thing variable in there that drops them a little bit, but I don't think it would drop them down to the the 12 to 1. So I think that is where there is value. But the other two teams where we have value, we have Arizona winning the Super Bowl 14.4% of the time, hmm. which is like about 4% more than the plus 850 yep. would indicate. That's right. And we have Tampa Bay winning it 19.4% of the time, which is 2.7% more than the plus 500 would indicate. Wow. These are fascinating. So Patriots, Cardinals, Buccaneers. Again, Aaron's numbers at Football Outsiders. You, the, you, the listener, can choose to, to uh, accept Aaron's numbers, or you can you know, choose to think that they're not correct. But through the prism of Aaron's numbers, those are the teams with value in the Super Bowl futures market. Patriots, Cardinals, Buccaneers. Okay, then let's go more short term here. Let's go to week number 12 in the National Football League, starting with three Thanksgiving games. What, what do your numbers say the best bets are on the board? I really, really like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's defense has struggled over the last couple weeks, but they are getting back T.J. Watt. Minka Fitzpatrick and Joe Hayden all this week. And based on DVOA, they are roughly equivalent to Cincinnati. And that includes a game that Mason Rudolph started. If you only include the games started by Roethlisberger, they're a little bit better than Cincinnati and they're getting their defensive players back this week. This line should be even or maybe Cincinnati by one Cincinnati by four and a half. You are getting a lot of points. Wow. A game I have spoken very little about thus far this week. Steelers getting all those guys back on defense. Steelers plus four and a half. Uh, best bet. Any others? Our numbers like Seattle, but Ooh. it is hard to figure out what's going on with them right now. Partly because it's hard to figure out just how bad Russell Wilson's finger is and how much that's hurting them. How much should we consider what Russell Wilson did before his injury? So if you want to shy away from betting Seattle this week, I'm not going to tell you you're making a mistake. The other one we like is Jacksonville. Atlanta is the last place team in DVOA. And by a good amount, they've been lucky to win the games that they've won against a very bad schedule. The game is an even money right now. We like Jacksonville as an overall winner in that game. Aaron, so good, man. Always great to have you on. Uh, we got to do this again soon. Let's get you on the podcast for, for a weekly thing, if you're, if you're willing, and then we'll get you back on a numbers game before the end of the uh, regular season. We'll, we'll, we'll find some time to do the podcast. We'll do the numbers game. We'll preview when we get into January. We can preview the playoffs. I love it's it. a good season, man. There's a lot of interesting stuff happening this season. There's really season. is. And and some of your numbers are fascinating. And I think that opened eyes to a lot of people uh, checking in. Aaron Schatz, everybody, at F-O underscore A Schatz. That's S-C-H-A-T-Z on Twitter. All of his stuff at Football Outsiders you can find there. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate it, man. You got it. Aaron Schatz, everybody. We'll come back. Jason Weingarten with his bets that he's made this week. And numbers game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Back on a numbers game here at Decent from the lovely and majestic South Paul Hotel Casino. Tip of the Strip. If you're uh, sort of casually familiar with Vegas, you go to the tip of the Strip, which is actually Mandalay Bay, and then you keep going down the Strip a little while longer. You've passed the boot barn, uh, then before you get to the M, if you've gone to the M, you've gone too far, you'll see the South Point on the right. Uh, it's Gil Alexander, it's Jeff Parlay here, uh, producer number five and producer number eight. We get tweets at Beatty the Book. This is also... Uh, this is from Podiatron, who I, if I'm not mistaken, is a specialist with, with as a foot doctor, I'm guessing by the, uh, the handle Podiatron. Uh, and he just clarifying on the Aaron Schatz comment that his COVID toe is much worse than turf toe. He says COVID toe is not, in capital letters, worse than turf toe by a long shot. And that Aaron Schatz is being a drama queen. Those are my words, not his. Uh, this is from do to do this from Bond Plate about Aaron Schatz. Nice work, brother. Great numbers and great insight. How good was Aaron Schatz there in that last segment? Rack that, as Rome used to say. For goodness' sake, this is an interesting one. This is from Pat Locker, MD. A lot of doctors uh, tweeting us. It's, it's, it's that kind of show, Jeff. Doctors listening in. Pat Locker, MD. I'm not sure what kind of doctor he is. Uh, driving for Thanksgiving, but when I arrive, I will be using the DraftKings updated season win total market to determine remaining strength of schedule. Maybe this changes the number one seed bets. Uh, I will say this, Pat, that's a, that is a very, uh, good comment. That is a very salient comment because listen, when we talk about strength of schedule before the season starts, we always rail against the mainstream media who uses the previous year's records, right? The previous year's final records as the basis from which they compute strength of schedule. And we always say, and we have Warren Sharp on a lot to talk about it here on a numbers game, we always say, well, it should really be the season win total market. So the same holds true uh, to some degree of the, you know, not quite as stark because you're not talking about the previous year's uh, record. Um, so there is a little more truth, I think, inherent in, in doing it with uh, this year's teams. But yes, if you want to take the adjusted season win total market and compute it that way, that's not a bad way to go about it. Uh, this gentleman has made himself some football bets here of late. He is the host of the Wide World of Wine Garden from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. Oh, no, maybe not. Oh, we got faked out. Oh, I thought we were about to do it. Jason Weingarten standing by anyway here on the numbers game at Beeson. Uh Jeffrey, by the way, before we get to Jason, you went to the UCLA-Gonzaga game last night at T-Mobile. You and, uh, and a bevy of stars here at the network went to this game. Wes Reynolds in attendance. Matt Eumann's in attendance. You guys went as a group. Um, game was over by halftime, huh? Pretty much. Even game, before the that. game was over well before halftime. Uh, Gonzaga, Gonzaga just with Gonzaga a run just at a different level. A different level, do you think, would be the case if they played any time, or they just happened to be hot in that game and UCLA? I, UCLA couldn't make any open look that they had. They really struggled defending, period. Uh, just a uh, bad night for UCLA, and Gonzaga's still really, really good. I will say this. Chet Holmgren, who was the number one recruit in the country, who was on Gonzaga, he is quite possibly the skinniest human being I have ever seen in person. <laughs> really? Once really? he gets tw about 25 pounds on him, he's going to be absolutely incredible. Uh, you would you would have no problem thinking Gonzaga will get to uh, to the Final Four National Championship, perhaps the promised land for the first time this year? You have no problem with that assumption? 
Look, it's uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. There's no other way to, to put that, Gil. So. Yeah. And there's so much there's so much basketball to be played, and some team will emerge come March Madness, a la Baylor, um, that will possibly trip him up at the end. But right now, that certainly last night here in Vegas was a uh, dramatic, to say the least, definitive win for Gonzaga, who played Duke, by the way, this weekend, also here in Las Vegas, as Mark Few tries to pad the uh, the schedule here. What do you what do you think about that basketball game? Going to say Gonzaga is probably going to be inflated. Yeah, number wise. Would so. you play Duke at whatever number? Let, let's see what it comes out on for Friday, but yeah, I, I would probably look to play Duke in that spot. It's it's interesting with college basketball this time of year because some people swear by college basketball this time of year is like the greatest time of handicapping. We had uh, Kai McKeon on from Three Man Weave yesterday. Gave out three picks. I think he was one and two in the end, and the two weren't particularly close. Um, George Mason got rolled in the end in their game, as did Towson, if I'm not mistaken. Virginia was the win. So I just, I don't know, are you betting a lot of college basketball, or are you sort of treading lightly? Just uh, just the toe in the, in the pool so far. Yeah. Very, a lot, much more tepid than usually in the past. More in-game than, than pre-flop, Gil. Uh, let me ask you about a couple other things we've talked about here on the show. I made the comment to Adam Kramer that I am more excited to bet college football this weekend than I am pro football, uh, just because pro football, very difficult, pre-flop ATS anyway on a week-to-week basis. But this week in particular, I don't love the Thanksgiving games. Sunday's games, really there's only one game lined higher than four and a half right now, and that's the New England spread over Tennessee. But I love Notre Dame. I love Oklahoma State. I like Ohio State. You more anxious to bet college football than pro this weekend as well? Well, this pro card, as we've talked about, is Ridiculous. just an abject mess. Uh, college-wise, look, the Ohio State-Michigan game is is just one of those where I would love to find a reason to bet Michigan, and I just can't find one. I'm looking. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been looking the whole the whole time, just can't find a reason to bet them. East Carolina is intriguing to me against Cincinnati getting the 14 because ECU, their offense is good. Uh the, le- the lefty quarterback whose name is escaping me has played really well this year and has seemingly been there for 14 years, as uh, Pete Futek said yesterday. But this is a different type of pressure now for Cincinnati. You're finally ranked in the top four. You're there. You're in, you're in the field as of today. How do you handle playing against a good ECU team that's already bowl eligible and is really just playing to knock you off? So I, I would very much look to take the 14 with ECU. That's the one. I'm gravitating towards of the big games. I do agree with you on Notre Dame, though. Notre Dame, Stanford's terrible. I'm not sure how Stanford scores more than a touchdown in this game. I understand that's only 18 and a half. Like, what am I missing there? Holton Naylor's, by the way, who you're referring to, I believe, Jeff, quarterback. Um, the Wouldn't that be interesting? If East Carolina rose up and beat Cincinnati, oh, my, how that would clear things up even further after a, uh, a somewhat of a clear-up this past week with Oregon and Michigan State both losing now, if you had that, any there is a scenario here, right? If East Carolina rose up, beat Cincinnati. If Oklahoma, I mean, imagine if if just go with this scenario: East Carolina wins. Let's say Oklahoma somehow beats Oklahoma State in Bedlam, which I don't think is going to happen, but let's say that does. And then Michigan, as you might assume, loses to Ohio State. Then it's Notre Dame in the top four next week, just like that. As like Brett Musburger coming on the Megapod last week and saying, I would bet Notre Dame to get into the, the playoffs. So much can still happen. Um, you got to play them out first, right? Like everybody was outraged the first couple of weeks. It's clear enough. It'll still clear up some more between now and again, the final, the sixth. Remember, there's a fifth a week from yesterday, fifth college football playoff rankings, and then the sixth one the subsequent Sunday night. So 10 days from now, we will have it all cleared up. Also, the Aaron Schatz segment, last segment. How fascinating was that with some of his numbers? Now, there's going to be a lot of people who listen to that and are like, whoa, wait a minute with all the New England stuff. Slow your roll. I might be one of them to some degree, right? You don't, you know, just one outfit's perspective on a team's probabilities to make the playoffs, probabilities to get the number one seed, probabilities to win it all. But that was probably the headline of that. Some people will seize on the San Francisco thing, right? San Francisco being sixth. But that New England thing, did that shock you a little bit? Surprised they were that high. Yeah. I, I mean, look, they're... Well, in everything, right? At this point, at this moment in time, they, I mean, I had them as my top-ranked AFC team. 
so I'm not overly stunned. I'm just surprised they're number two. Like, the teams in the NFC, to me, are still a notch better than anyone in the AFC, even with the result with Dallas uh, losing to Kansas City last week, Gil. But, look, it's just a matter at this point for New England, what happens with, with Mac? Can Mac roll them through a playoff run, which I'm not certain he can? Yeah. And the thing we haven't talked about today, which we talked about extensively yesterday, was is Survivor at Circa, which, again, we did a full breakdown yesterday. In case you missed it, it's on uh, social at Beating the Book and at VEASAN Live. A full breakdown of the remaining 134 Survivor entries in Circa headed into the week that is tomorrow, because Thanksgiving is treated, remember, as, as a week unto itself. Talk about which of the 134 entries, how those break down, who has both Buffalo and Dallas left, who doesn't have either left, who has one and not the other left. We talk about that. Um, and then if you were lucky enough to get through tomorrow, and by the way, Dallas, I don't know if C.D. Lamb is going. So this is looking dicey. Like, people who have saved Dallas this entire season, right, are like, oh, no. Like, how confident do they feel? Do they get cold feet and play Chicago, who just had the Matt Nagy thing now hovering over them? Like, this is just horrible for Survivor players. I know a guy who has uh, two left, and he is just, his life is obsessed. Like, he can't think of anything else in his brain, and I understand it. I'd be the same way. Um, each one of those Survivor entries currently heading into tomorrow with an intrinsic value at Circa Survivor of $44,776. Imagine what it's going to be after tomorrow, and then imagine what it's going to be after Sunday, which is even worse than tomorrow, in my humble opinion. It's amazing. Congratulations again to Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and crew for what they've done there. Will uh, Effort Jason Weingarten, Michael Lombardi will join us as well. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, where sports betting analytics live. The VEASAN Black Friday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It is a limited-time offer, however, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift for that special sports better in your life at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. Uh, Jason Weingarten is here. Through the power of technology, we have made contact from under a cloud of smoke somewhere in Southern California. It's the great host of the wide world of Weingarten, Jason Weingarten at Spreadopedia. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. Just getting all my betting out of the way this morning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Let's stop everything right here. What'd you do? You cut your hair, man? What's going on? I did. It was my uh, my postseason haircut. You were waiting for post-award season, and then you were like, I'm cutting this thing? Yeah, I mean, my hair was really long. You couldn't see the back, but it was, it was like, absurdly long. All right. It, it needed a cut. I like it. All right, Jason Weingarten, new look, new look from his uh, professionally shelved books behind him, Dewey Decimal System. We've covered that already on the show. Uh, okay, so let's do this. You you wrote at VEASAN.com about this as well. little blind resume you said you wanted to do, player one, two, and three here for National Football League MVP, quarterback blind resume. We'll throw it up on the screen. Can you see our screen here, Jason? Yeah, I can see it. All right, take us through these. Player one, two, and three, if you would. So, uh, do you just want me to tell you who player one is, or what? Well, let's. I'll, I'll say what they are. So, player one, 67.1% completion percentage, 3,177 passing yards, 317.7 passing yards per game in 10 games, 29 touchdowns, 8 picks. That player is? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, 44-year-old Tom Brady, who is plus 240 plus 240 to win the NFL's MVP. Let's go to player three. Player three, 67.7% uh, completion percentage. 3,014 passing yards. Again, in 10 games, that's 301.4 per game. 24 touchdowns, eight picks. That player is who? Matt Stafford. Matthew mm -hmm. Stafford at BetMGM. These are all courtesy of BetMGM, proud sponsors of this show. Brady was plus 240. Stafford is 9-1. to one. And then the player in the middle, 68.2 completion percentage, 2,775 passing yards, again in 10 games, 277.5 per game, 21 touchdowns and two picks, and that person, of course, is... Kirk Cousins. 66-1 to 1 
to win the NL M- uh, NFL MVP. So I'm guessing you made Kirk Cousins bets, did you, sir? I made a couple Kirk Cousins bets this week. I actually didn't want to. Like when I had a couple people DM me and ask me if I thought Kirk Cousins could win MVP. I was like, no, of course not. He's Kirk Cousins. And then I looked at the stats. <laughs> yes. And I was like, I was like, oh, he's he's 150 to one. He's 200 to one. You know, oh, that well, that's that's different. You yeah. know, that that changes the calculus. Um, so then I looked at the schedule, their remaining games. They got two games left against uh, against the Bears. They got the 49ers coming up, I think, this weekend. They got the Packers still. I think you need about five more wins with the remaining schedule to be a serious contender. Would have to make the playoffs, but the path is there. When you're betting long odds on a future like this, this late in the season, you have to be able to sort of find a path to the, the the playoffs or to the award. And Kirk Cousins definitely has a path. Um, he can't really say that any of these quarterbacks have run away with the award like we've seen in past years. Like 2019, Lamar Jackson was a prohibitive favorite down the stretch. This this year, you could make a case for five, six different guys at least. Yeah, we were saying on uh, Guessing Lines on Monday, where I was just pointing out some of the anemic numbers that quarterbacks have winning games just from this past week. And Chrissy pointed out, Chris Andrews pointed out, that the number one total QBR in the NFL this year belongs to Matthew Stafford. But that if you went back to last year at this time, that would only be good for 12th. So you have this really strange league-wide diminishing of quarterback play. So that, that corroborates what you're saying. But let me play devil's advocate for a second. And I've, I think I've mentioned this earlier this week or maybe last week, which is, For something like the Heisman Trophy, there's 900-plus voters, right? 900-plus voters. Everybody's got a vote. Futek's got one. This guy's got one. Everybody's got one. And so you have this this crowdsourcing, and you also vote on them in places, first place, second place, third place, and so on. NFL MVP has a grand total of 50 uh, 50 voters, pardon me, 50. And all of them only vote, what, what only gets tallied is their first place vote. So when we say things in the past, like, because we'd like to throw around this thing, like, Russell Wilson has never, ever gotten a first-place vote, which blows our mind. But if you think about it that way, oh, there's only 50 and they only tally the first-place numbers, then it starts to make a little more sense. If he's not the guy that they love the most, it never gets registered historically. So I guess my question to you is, in a 50-person sample size, do you think Kirk Cousins will get enough first-place love? to win that at at his current numbers like if the vote ended today most likely not he would not most likely not get a single first place vote but a couple uh you know a couple a uh, couple games from now if he still has those two interceptions or three interceptions you know like if, if he's if he's turning the ball over at an incredibly low rate and he's over 30 touchdowns or 35 touchdowns, at a certain point, you just have to accept that those numbers are as good as any other quarterback in the NFL, whether or not you like Kirk Cousins or not. I, I happen to usually overlook Kirk Cousins, but you know, at a certain point, you just have to look and say, well, his numbers are the same as Matt Stafford. So you know what's what's holding him back at this point? What's holding him back is the, the Vikings have a couple losses, you know, yeah. five losses or whatever. You would say, though, that he has a better chance. Let's go in division. You would say that Kirk Cousins has a better chance than Aaron Rodgers does to win the NFL MVP? This year, yes, only because I think the COVID shenanigans with Rodgers is going to hurt him with voters. Yeah. He's already missed a game, and you know he has a toe injury. He's got COVID toe, Jason. COVID toe. That, is, that, is that what it is? That's, That's what the, I assumed it is, yeah. but no one's, no one's confirmed it. Aaron Rodgers himself confirmed it, said it was COVID Oh, he toe. did. Okay, yeah. so there we go. He said, I got me a COVID toe. That's um, unfortunate. Might have been that, my that, wording. Those, those hurt, apparently. Yes, apparently they do. Apparently it's, the, again, the immune system's reaction to uh, testing positive for COVID-19, for having that virus. Um, in some cases, not all. So one other thing I just want to point out. Again, juxtapose. People need to know this when they're betting these. NFL MVP is one thing. Offensive Player of the Year is another. Offensive Player of the Year has been given out since 1972. Typically, we've gotten in this sort of rut here. Rut is my word, but we've gotten in the habit now where MVP is sort of a quarterback award and they reserve offensive player of the year for a non-quarterback. Doesn't have to be that way, but historically that's what it's been. In fact, offensive player of the year has been running back and quarterback often. So Jonathan Taylor 
uh, is the second short shot in Offensive Player of the Year, if you can find that market. Cooper Cup's still the short shot. I think Jonathan Taylor probably gets there uh, in the end, but that's a totally different market. And so for people who are like making the case for Jonathan Taylor to win MVP, I just sort of caution against that as well. That's not typically the market a running back uh, will win. Derrick Henry had 2,000 yards plus last year, didn't even sniff the MVP, just as an a example. You made a couple more bets. You talked about them in, or you wrote about them in Point Spread Weekly, um, one of which is a bet on the Eagles specifically. Yeah, I bet the Eagles to make the playoffs plus 120 at DraftKings yesterday. I looked at their schedule down the stretch. They got back-to-back road games coming up against uh, Giants and Jets. Uh, I, I, I know those are technically road games, but Philadelphia to, to New York back-to-back is not crazy you know, relative to the rest of, of travel in the NFL. So they get two relatively easy games versus the New York franchises. They have two games left versus Washington. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to think what their other games are. I don't think they're too hard other than week 18, last week of the season, they get a home game versus the Cowboys. So we could very likely see a situation where the Eagles, um, Eagles Cowboys week 18 is for a playoff spot for the Eagles. And that, that plus 135 number I see at uh, BetMGM is a better bet than the 120 I bet at DraftKings. Yeah, Aaron Shots shot. from Football Outsiders just don't ask him specifically about the Eagles. Yes, plus 135. He said it was more or less right around where his numbers indicate. So he doesn't think it's a, uh, a bad bet, doesn't think it's a spectacular bet, but he doesn't think it's a bad bet at all. By the way, Philadelphia's remaining schedule at the Giants, at the Jets, home Washington, home Giants, at Washington, home Dallas. Wow. That's it's an easy schedule. Yeah. And Aaron, I love I love Aaron. I'm your only guest that's blocked by your other guests. Oh, who blocked you? <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Schatz. Oh, I'll get to the bottom of that. It's fine. It's it's long time ago. He's, will... he's a good guy. We uh, Steven used to run his website. Oh, really? Your buddy yeah, Steven. I remember Steven. Yeah, our yeah. name our names were at the bottom of his, of his website for a while. Okay. Well, I'll have to we'll have to write that long, long historical wrong. He's he's a he's a great football mind though. One of the uh one of the best and he is. A, a pioneer in this stuff. A pioneer without question. We only have 30 seconds. Let's get to your last one. Uh Raiders. You have a Raiders bet that you made. Raiders under seven and a half adjusted win total. I bet under eight and a half last week. They lost. Now it's seven and a half. I still don't see them getting to eight wins. I didn't see them getting to nine wins last week. I don't see them getting to eight wins this week. I think they got one more win in them if they're lucky. They only play one bad team the remaining the remainder of the season. That's Washington. Everyone else is over five hundred. I don't I, I don't think the Raiders are very good. I'm gonna roll this over next year to another uh, Raiders under two if oh. they lose when they lose Jason we appreciate it. we got to run thank you man thanks for having me sorry about technical difficulties no problem at all guest on guest violence Jeff we got to correct that Michael Lombardi next numbers game Visa the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Gil Alexander on v the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a special offer on Thanksgiving weekend football. And happy Turkey Day, everybody. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro or college game. If any team scores a touchdown in any Thanksgiving weekend game, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet. Feast on the football action with live betting and boosted odd specials all weekend long at BetMGM. Just download the BetMGM app. Do it today. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com. For terms and conditions, 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. We get tweets at being the book. Just want to read a couple of these here. Uh, Forrest Lehman. Jason will find out the hard way on Cousins. I know it's a flyer, but it'll be the last bet he makes on Captain Kirk. I can assure you that. John Conmey. Gil, love the show. Thank you, John. Why not the Irish? They have the best loss of the one-loss teams, have not allowed a touchdown in three games. 117-9 total score and strength of schedule, not as bad as being portrayed. Hey, John, Brent Musburger on the Megapod last week said, watch out for the Irish. I don't disagree with you. Let's bring him in. He is uh, a man who has worked with all the greats, sans Joseph Jackson Gibbs. Demerit on his resume, as we always say. The name of the, uh, the, name of the podcast is GM Shuffle. The name of the book is Gridiron Genius. He is the host of the Lombardi Line, Weekdays here on the network. It's Michael Lombardi. How you doing, Michael? I'm good, Gil. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you, all is well. You too. Uh, your your Thanksgiving uh, PSA would be what? Uh, get the stuffing right. What's your story? You know, I I think it's just pace yourself. I think you got you can't you, you know you can't eat too much too early. I mean, we've got such a dandy going to kick us off at twelve thirty nine thirty your time that you don't want to get indigestion too early watching these two masterminds. I equate this game to Boris Spassky playing uh, Bobby Fischer over wow. in Iceland. I think I think this is too grand. Gil, I, no, you, no one's talked about it. Paulie brought it to my attention. I went back and watched it this week. Third and 14, Dan Campbell oh, yeah. has the ball. I mean, it's got to be one of the biggest ingre- it, it, it really ridiculous play calls I've ever seen. No one's written about it, you know, because they play tough. They play hard in Detroit. But it's, this is two masterminds going at it to start our Thanksgiving day. I don't, it's a hard game to bet because you just don't know, like, who do you trust less, I guess is the question. Well, that's where I want to start, first of all, about your day at Campbell Comet. We talked about it on Guessing Lines with Chrissy on Monday, which was the, what you're referring to is Detroit on, you know, what ends up being another ridiculous second half possession in this game both teams were just they were just punting left and right but Detroit had the ball um it was a four and out it was 13 to 10 they had a third and 14 at their own 36 with 311 left they had all their timeouts and a two-minute warning still to come so I guess he decided let's let's run a draw play on third and 14 if we got a punt we got all those timeouts we might as well go ahead and do this like he's the 64 Packers like he's the 02 Ravens he's going to get the ball back I mean like seriously, I, I, you know, to me that game, I, I was I do Christopher Russo every Friday, so I one of my picks was the Brownies at eleven and eleven. It was just eleven at that time. It shot up to fourteen before the game was over. I liked it because I felt like you know they wouldn't score, and if you told me they were going to hold the, the Lions to ten points, I said, well, that's an easy cover. But Mayfield, how bad must Case Keenum be if Mayfield continues to play? Yeah. Like, why would you play Mayfield? Yeah, it just seems like. You know, Mayfield, the will of Mayfield, like uh, Stefanski won't go against him and say, listen, I'm the boss here. You're not playing. It just seems like in a contract year, Mayfield just wants to play, period. And Stefanski's just letting him letting him do it. Well, I know what that contract's going to look like, Gil. I mean, yeah. let me say this. We're not, you're going to play out your fifth year. That's the contract. Yeah. I could tell you that right now. That We could talk about it, you know, and then I'm going to try to trade you if I can get Deshaun Watson. You think they'll take him for Deshaun Watson? Baker Mayfield, I'll throw a bunch of ones in there. You take Baker, I'll take Deshaun. Well, see, this is the beauty. So I used to talk about this on a numbers game. I think you were on with me when I did, and I think you were on board with this, which is I thought the Rams, I've said this many times, should have been the first example of a team who saw what they got in Jared Goff, had all these players around him, and said, you know what? Yeah. You, only win a, you only win a Super Bowl on a rookie contract or, or as a Hall of Famer. He's, he's going to be neither after this year. Let's just redraft a quarterback. Would have made people's heads explode. 
Baker Mayfield's playing poorly enough where the Browns, the decision is kind of being made easy for them, isn't it? It is, and they should have drafted one last year. They should have been aggressive to go after Mac Jones. They should have saw Mac Jones slip and go after him or go after Justin Fields or do something. You know, like they were in prime position to do it. They have a really good team. And then you would have all the leverage in the Mayfield negotiations. I mean, it takes guts to do it, but to me it was the perfect time to do it. You knew you weren't signing. Mayfield was a product of the system. He never made the system. The system made Mayfield. So let's go to tomorrow, and let's go to the first game, because you bring it up, the Bears and the Lions, the masterpiece that stands before us. And I'm just curious, from, from a, a, you're, you're a guy who's been in the room here, and I'm not sure what precedent we necessarily have for this. The John Gruden thing earlier this year was kind of like that, but not at all at the same time. But what we saw was a, a coach on the edge, if you will, hovering over a team when they played a game, and the Raiders laid an egg before Gruden was actually let go. Now we have a situation with Matt Nagy where the reports came out yesterday, this is going to be his last game coaching. He comes out after, you know, a couple hours after the report and says, "Eh, none of it's true, I haven't even talked to the front office. However, and this is where I love your perspective, if you have this kind of thing hanging over, can you really, there's a lot of survivor players who are thinking, I think I'm going to play the Bears. Should you? Like, that sounds pretty precarious. I mean, when I saw Justin Fields play the second half against the Steelers, I thought, yeah, he's healthy. He's a good play against the Bears and Survivor. I would recommend that. To answer your question, I think the rumors are fairly true. I would think. Because here's the reality of it is. You now can interview coaches in the final two weeks of the season. Right? You can interview coaches. But you have to have an opening. So I think we're going to see the openings. We're not going to see Black Monday in the NFL. We're going to see... Black December, and there's going to be a lot of openings happen because if you're not going anywhere, if you're eliminated, if you're the Denver Broncos and you're eliminated, then, okay, there goes Vic. I have an opening. Now I can start the process moving forward. I think that's the same thing with the Bears. We can start the process moving forward. However, that being said, do you want Ryan Pace, the man who passed Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson for Mitchell Trubisky, do you want him picking your next coach? Good luck. Oh, he didn't just pass him up. He traded up to go in front of him. That's, that was even better. <laughs> One spot. Yes. One spot. Um, okay, so this triggers this in my head, which is of all the teams that are, of all the bad teams in the NFL, the ones that are just, you know, so far out of it, which is the one on a week-to-week basis where you're seeing a lot of heart from and which are the ones where you, you're sort of getting the sense it's the beginning of just folding it, folding in the tent at this point? Well, I mean, Houston plays with great heart. They're just not very good. They play with great heart, and they've gotten rid of most of the guys they signed. They cut Lindsey this week. So I think that I, – I think Miami has rallied back and played. I think Miami could lie to themselves and convince them that they actually have a quarterback, even though they really don't. You know, But they have played better defensively over the last five weeks of the season. So I, I think that's the case, you know. Uh, I think at the end of the day, it really comes down to what quarterback – I mean, the Giants, I mean, like, did, did – why was anyone surprised that Garrett got fired? They threw for 97 yards against the Raiders. No like, long. why were they? Like, why was anybody surprised he got fired? Like, he, he shouldn't have come back. Right. Like, they could have hired me and paid me no money, and I would have told him to fire Garrett before the season started. <laughs> like, this wasn't going to work. Can't call him coach anymore, Michael. Can't call him coach. Well, um, you know, well, he'll, he'll be on your TV sooner than probably be with Fox. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you about Washington. I Listen, we don't like to see anybody get hurt, and Chase Young is out for the year. But I sort of threw this out last week where it's like, listen, I'm, I, I grew up loving this franchise. They might be better, more disciplined on defense without Chase Young. Are you seeing that already from this defense? Yeah, they've played better. They have played better defense. Since the Green Bay game, Gil, they have played better defense. That's three weeks ago. They have been they have been more in line. Now, last week they got very fortunate. You know, they controlled the middle eight last week against the Panthers. They scored at the end of the half, scored to start the half, and then the Panthers didn't play good red zone defense whatsoever. I think Heineke did play his best game by far. He looked a little Brett Favre, especially on that fourth down play. Uh, I said it on Monday. I don't know how good this defense is. To me, you know and I know, it's what quarterback have you played? Are you really a good defense? All right, Michael, got to run. You got to do your show, but I do have a. Uh, you've you've done very well picking against the spread this year. This is about as tough a week as it gets. What do you like best right now? 
You know, that's a hard one. I don't like anything best. I like the Chargers against Denver right now only because I have trust in Herbert and I don't have trust in Bridgewater. I really don't. This is a tough week to navigate through it. You know, my instincts tell me the Giants will play better, will play better this week, and everybody will be on Philly. That line will move, and you'll get a good number with the Giants. Yeah, everybody is going to be on Philly, and I even think some of these survivor players who remain are going to be tempted to take Philly. So that's interesting. Yep. You're not, you haven't given up on Daniel Jones is what I'm hearing with that? No, I just think this rivalry is hard, and I think if you can look, the Eagles have thrown for 100 yards, only have thrown for 200 yards one time in the last seven weeks. We are a passing league. They're going to have to play a game where they throw the football effectively. They're going to have to play a game where they fall behind, and that's going to be the case. That's for sure. Michael, appreciate it. Lombardi line, top of the hour. Thank you, sir, as always. Thank you, Gil. Michael Lombardi, everybody, at M Lombardi NFL. If you want to uh, follow the man on Twitter as well, we should point that out. Uh, thank you to Aaron Schatz. Thank you to Michael. Thank you to Jason Weingarten. Thank you to Adam Kramer. Thank you to you. We'll be here tomorrow morning. It's a night on primetime action. Happy Thanksgiving from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Femi Abebefe and Michael next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.